Good day. This is Jenny Jam. Welcome to Between Frets, a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music. I'm hosting today's episode, and we are close to the end of June. We just celebrated Juneteenth, and we're like a couple, like a week before July hits, and the country again slowly opening. My area is finally going into phase two. I actually had my first gig on Thursday, and meaning my first gig playing in front of people. And it was my acoustic trio, Pebble to Pearl. We played in Virginia, where Virginia is kind of like, from what I hear, is the Wild West. We played in this restaurant, open dining, outside. And the only people that were wearing masks were, of course, me and my bandmates and the wait staff, but everybody there, and there were a lot of people, everybody there, they were not wearing masks. And I was just really surprised because there was like no hand sanitizers around there, I guess because they were outside. But to me, you know, we just kind of kept in our corner and made sure that we were distanced in front of everybody because we care about our health, right? So, but that was uh, an experience and more gigs will be popping up in uh in july so let's hope you know that they're a little bit more controlled it was fun i have to admit it was fun playing again and remembering what i had to play (laughs) but yeah so we're continuing our podcast series with some more awesome wonderful amazing artists amazing female musicians I have to keep thanking Gretchen Men because she lined us up with some great, great musicians. So in this episode, we hit the classical genre and we talk with Hannah Murphy, who is a classical guitarist, and she is making sure to keep that music alive. And seriously, if you go to her YouTube page and Instagram page, you can hear some beautiful, awesome pieces And if you're working from home, pull up her YouTube page and just let it play because the music is real, real soothing and spiritual. And it's actually a nice way to just kind of calm your mind down, right? (laughs) All right, so let's get into it. Next up, we have Hannah Murphy. Peace and love. We are back. I'm your host, Jenny Jam, and Between Frets is excited to introduce our next guest. She is a classical guitarist, performer, teacher, and shares her music and gift to a wide audience on social media. Her passion for her craft is an inspiration to everyone. Welcome, Hannah Murphy. How are you? Hi, Jenny. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. We always want to make sure that all our guests are safe because we're in a crazy time right now with quarantine. So how is everything? You're in New York, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm Actually, I, I live in New York, but for the time being, because of the pandemic, I'm staying with my parents um, about an hour and a half outside of New York in Pennsylvania. Oh, that's great. That's great. So that's good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, New York was, um, the, the pandemic is obviously very, very bad right now there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely safer um, and actually being with your family too yeah. is probably great. So let's let's get started and go like back to where it all began with you with music. Like how did it all start? Um, well, I was interested in taking music lessons, but I didn't have 
like a specific instrument when I, I wanted to play like when I was I think I was about 10 years old and my uncle actually played guitar and he said that he would lend me you know like a half size classical guitar to take guitar lessons on and he taught me a couple of lessons first like how to read um like tablature and things like that and then i was really interested in it so my parents got me lessons and i already had the classical guitar and it turned out that the teacher that i had was a classical guitarist as well so i kind of just fell into that basically Oh, wow. Wow. And so the influence was more towards like the family. Did you find influences and why you were exploring the classical side? Um, You know, my family, besides like my uncle who lent me the guitar, my family isn't very musical. I mean, we listen to music, obviously, but like nobody plays an instrument. So it was kind of me, um, you know, having contact with my teacher and doing like, you know, my own outside research on albums that I liked and music that I liked and things like that. Mm. You know, and, and that's um, that's really a cool thing when your family is like really supportive. So they actually help them achieve those goals. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and especially when it's something that you don't really know that well, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, what's so intriguing about your playing, your tone, your music, it's like, wow, how did how did you go that route? Instead, like, you usually hear, like, guitarists will go, like, the blues, the rock, the you know, that kind <laughs> right. of thing. But you go to this beautiful, beautiful music. It's, oh, it's incredible. Thank you. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's also, like, the teachers that I've had so much because um, the teachers that I started with really um, introduced me to classical from the beginning. Um, when I was in high school, I was fortunate enough to have a guitar class that we took. Um, there was three levels of guitar class. I took it for three years in high school as well. And we were introduced to classical. We had to do classical and jazz also. And I liked jazz, but for some reason, like the classical was really like stuck with me. And I was really fortunate to have that experience in my public high school. Yeah, yeah, because you usually don't see a lot mm-hmm. of that, you know, with the music and arts in a high school. Yeah. And, yeah, you were definitely fortunate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, you have a bachelor's and a master's in music. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. <laughs> and and I feel like the drive that you had, and I guess you just had a natural gift to just keep going and, and you know, kind of um, learning more and more. Yeah, maybe, it, I mean, maybe a, a natural gift. It's hard to say, like, if you have a natural gift or just, like, a real interest in it. You know, like, I was just, I just loved it so much. Um, just wanted to keep learning, learning more and studying that- with, with master teachers and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first time that uh, you actually took your studies and took your plane and went up on stage, how did that work out? Um, I guess I did small recitals in uh, when I was a kid, but like in high school, we were in a class of guitarists, and I also played. Um, I played viola in the orchestra, so we did a lot of like group on stage. You know, the whole orchestra being on stage, or the whole like eight people in the guitar class being on stage. So that was kind of like my first introduction, and I was with other people, so it's a lot different than being by yourself as a soloist. Mm-hmm. Um, so my solo experience was probably in college when I would have to do performance class um, when I was a freshman and and onwards through my whole experience Um, when you do classical guitar performance as a degree study you do every week um, a performance class so you just get up and you play for the other students in the in the school 
Mm, that's interesting. Where did the social media come in when you started posting videos? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it came in like I was. I think I was in my master's degree. And I had just moved. I just start. I had just started my master's degree, and I had just moved to New York. And I think I was because I moved to New York. I was like, oh, I'm gonna take all these cool pictures for social media. Like I'm in New York. This is crazy. And I had friends that were obviously musicians, and they were posting videos of themselves. So I would once in a while post like a video of myself and. I didn't really know that much about social media, but like my videos were doing really well and getting shared a lot, and so I just kind of kept going with that, and then eventually just started doing my social media page as just my guitar music. Yeah, yeah, we follow you on Instagram. We're gonna put all these links on the show notes because the body of work that you've put up on like YouTube and Instagram is a perfect time for now for people to just go on there and like play your videos. You know, <laughs> thank you. Pretty just to keep playing it because the music is so soothing and oh, gentle. And... Yeah, yeah, the classical guitar really does have that like soothing I guess like vibe you know it's just the tone is so soft and it can do a lot but um something about it being a solo instrument with such a nice tone yeah that's all you need Mm -hmm. it's you don't need anything else exactly a lot of guitarists when they look at classical guitarists it's like the neck the Mm -hmm. thick neck and then the the fingering how how was that the uh I guess the experience of learning to play classical and the picking and stuff like that yeah it's it is very different it's almost like I always think of it as like a different instrument really than like other guitarists not exactly but you know, the neck is a lot thicker on a classical guitar and because the, the string spacing is wider. Um, and I do like, I teach a lot of lessons where I'll teach rock lessons and pop music and I can play those, but like, I feel like I would never be able to teach like a proficient, you know, somebody who like shreds like with a pick, you know, cause I can't do that. Um, so there is definitely a different technique, even though it's the same instrument. The technique is so different. Yes, yes. I guess it would be like being a guitarist is electric and acoustic is so much different. Right, yeah. And the classical is so much different. Just like if you're a pianist and playing a keyboard versus a baby grand. Exactly. Like true. it's so different. And it's and it's so cool too. And especially the fact that you're not using a pick because there are guitarists out there that don't use a pick or use a pick or do hybrid picking. Mm-hmm. And for you to have that, that's amazing though that you teach pop. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, like beginners, I guess. Like if somebody, if I was at a lesson studio, if I was teaching a lesson where you know somebody started getting like really good, like making their own songs and stuff like that, and uh, you know, I I would probably give them to a new teacher, but I would get them in the beginning, you know, for a couple of years at least of you know teaching the basics and things like that. Oh yeah, that's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah, it's I mean it's so, it's super fun. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Are you working on anything new or do you have like any solo projects coming out? Um, Mostly for solo projects, just working on, uh, well, I guess now with this um, whole pandemic, um, everybody is being isolated and all of my concerts have been canceled. So I've been rethinking, you know, my solo concerts and the program that I do. So I'm trying to learn a lot of new music that I would like to have on my program. Um, but I'm also, uh, it's not really a solo project, but I'm running a now nonprofit for classical guitar advocacy called um, Exequo Artists. At, it's www.exequoartists.com. And we're basically just a group of artists who we're trying to uh, get classical guitar 
out into the community more and get more people listening to it and because I think that classical guitar isn't so well known you know it's not as well known as like pop music everybody wants to play pop guitar but I think if people heard classical guitar they would really love it I totally agree and we will put that in the show notes the link that you gave thank you yeah like when when you decide to do a video and you're like okay what should I what should I do <laughs> like how does how does that come about like what's the process of that deciding what to put online well the first thing I, I have to think about is which pieces I want to play and that takes a while because it takes a long time to learn some of these pieces um, a couple months at least to have something really fully like I'm ready to record this or to play it in a concert. Um, so that's one of the first things I think of. And then when I'm thinking of that, it has to be something I love. Like the piece has to be something I love. And then it has to be something that I would think the audience would really enjoy. So then, and then I have to think about when I'm ready to record it, which is always the hardest part because you always feel like there's so much more you can do. Like, when is it done? Yeah, <laughs> right. And I guess it improves as you keep, yeah. you know, putting putting stuff down. Exactly. And then you, you look back at when you first started, you're like, wow. <laughs> exactly. I look back at my old videos and I think like, oh, I could have flashed. I could have re-recorded this. It sounds so good now. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess as musicians, we all, I'm, I'm sure like every musician has this problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know that you have a lot of endorsements. Can you talk about like your favorite, like your favorite instruments to play? Yeah, of course. Um, well, I really like my guitar. It's, I'm not... Uh, endorsed by I, I bought this guitar and I'm just like I just love it so much it's um made by a luthier in Baltimore David Pace and it's double top so it's actually two pieces of wood on the top one is and they're very thin because usually a, a traditional classical guitar is just one the top is just one piece of wood and this double top is very thin with um Nomex in the middle so it's kind of like a carbon almost middle between the wood and the top mm -hmm. of my wood is uh, cedar and the bottom is spruce. And I just think the double top with both of those different kinds of wood give it just like the most beautiful, um, clear sound. Um, mm -hmm. So that's one. I mean, I always talk about my guitar and that's like, I just, you know, it's amazing. And the luthier that I've worked with, with who made it is just, he does incredible work and he's always willing to help me if I have an issue with my guitar or something, like if I scratch it or something like that. Uh, but my other big endorsement always is the strings that I use um, because I use Augustine strings um, and they they make just like really beautiful, full sounding nylon and carbon strings. And I love them so much because I think they have the most character out of all the different string brands for classical guitar. Um, so I use the Augustine Imperial red guitar strings. I guess like most of it is just all the acoustic stuff. You know, there's like amps or pedals. Or right, yeah. Like that. <laughs> there's, there's definitely gear, but definitely less gear than, you know, all that stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know, what's so cool about what you're putting out there, you know, it is interesting to a guitarist because a lot of the classical kind of relate to like a neoclassical type playing mm -hmm. or metal, even metal a lot of the uh, metal players are classical yeah players. I actually love that I love how there's such a crossover between metal and classical players like something about them like it's like both of those styles speak to them which is just I think is so cool yeah yeah 
because I know that, that that's very intriguing because I do love going to metal shows yeah. too and, and then maybe follow them on social media and see that they're into classical music. Mm -hmm. And so when I look at a lot of your videos and how you approach things, it's just amazing. Like I, I can kind of compare, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's like so part cool. of like the technicality of it too. Like the, the sheer like technical things you have to do with your fingers is part of it, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How about when you're writing a composition, a classical piece composition? I know it's probably natural for you. Yeah. Um, so I, the way that I would write something, I don't really write a lot of music and then put it out there. But, you know, stuff for fun is mostly just like messing around on the guitar and playing melodies that you like and then, you know, trying to expand on them. I'm not like a great <laughs> composer and I, I don't really like put my compositions out there but it's oh it's always mm. fun to be able to like use different voices um because if you're playing a kind of like a, a pop musician might um sing something and then put the um chords in, behind it or something where like i guess i would do the melody on the guitar and then you know try to find things that go underneath of it like bass notes and things yeah, that's the coolest mm -hmm. thing. <laughs> that is like, you don't understand, like people look at that and like, wow, man, that's amazing. So it's so cool that you're actually um, exposing that. Yeah. I guess classical is like underrated. I yeah, guess. it is. I feel like, yeah. like I said earlier, you know, if I feel if more people did hear it, they would love it, but it's just not out there as much. And sometimes it feels like there's like, um, like a, a wall that people can't get behind because like uh, classical music seems like stuffy or you know mm -hmm. elitist but I, I think that all of the musicians the classical musicians I've met would never think that you know wouldn't are never are not stuffy or elitist they they would love for other people to listen to their music oh that's awesome we're definitely going to put it out there <laughs> perfect <laughs> Tell us, tell us about how you are off stage. Like, what are the other things that you like to do? Other things I like to do. Um, I really like um, animals. <laughs> oh yeah, I just love animals. I always have when I was like, because I was a kid, like I wanted to be a zookeeper growing up. You know that kind of thing. I was like obsessed with animals. So right now I have two pet rats, and they're. <laughs> I know that sounds like goofy, but they're like so fun to hang out with and just like play with and. Uh, you know, they're silly. I take pictures of them and things like that. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Shows are postponed until the country opens back up. But do you do you have plans like later in the year or next year, like stuff that maybe might be coming up? Um, there might be some things this summer in New York. And um, I was supposed to go to Europe this summer, but I'm not really sure about that still. Um, yeah. And then I had some things for October, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, yeah it's we don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Hopefully, I really hope that everything is back. I know that even when things open up, I don't know if travel will be normal or if people will be gathering for concerts. So it's still like hard to say. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a thing where you're not really sure. So you figure out something yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice that I have this really good online community because that's something I can do and get my music out there, even though it's not, you know, I do love being online, but I love the being in a concert, you know, and talking to people in person. So I do miss that, but it's, I am fortunate to have a really nice online community right now anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So Hannah, you inspire so many people and not just musicians. Do you have any advice or tips for anybody that wants to pursue something like this or just get into music? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to pursue music as a hobby, or even, like, I think it would apply for if you want to do it as a hobby, or if you want to do it as your career, which is, um, I always just say, just stick with it. Sometimes it seems, like, really hard, or if you're just starting out learning something, it feels, like, impossible, like, you'll never, you know, you'll never get there, or you'll never learn this thing. Just really, if it's something you want to do, just stick with it, because the longer you stick with it, like the, the better it will be like it's, it seems like it's a small like it's just small little steps getting better but it'll it'll get there if you just stick with it yeah yeah and that's great advice because yeah we all go through <laughs> yeah. that <laughs> yeah being in new york and um you know trying to figure out if this is a good career for me and all that like that the only thing that i can <laughs> i've done all of this stuff we're back and forth should i be doing this like trying to make money living in new york is really difficult like all this stuff but the only thing that I've just always just stuck with it. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna quit. You know, that's what we have to be doing. And I think that mm-hmm, applies to mm-hmm. even people that are just, you know, learning for the first time, like, hey, I want to pick up an instrument. Yeah, 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 definitely. So where can our listeners follow you? Um, well, like, YouTube, or my website is www.hannamurphyguitar.com. And I have, like, you know, my videos are up there, my bio and my upcoming concerts. So that's perfect. But then I also have my YouTube page, which there's lots of full length videos of my playing. And I think I have some tutorials and little product reviews and things that I like. And I also have um, Instagram and Facebook where Instagram allows up to like a minute of video. So you can see like little things that I'm working on or like my stories are just like kind of like little personal things that I do throughout the day. So Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Well, we'll definitely put all that up in our show notes so our listeners can follow you. And there you have it. We will definitely listen to your stuff and look and see when you're coming, when you're coming out. Well, you're on the East Coast, so I'm on the East Coast too. So, So, all right. Well, we want you to stay Mm -hmm. safe and hopefully, you know, New York will open back up. Thank you so much, Jenny. (laughs) This is really fun. And I really love what you guys are doing with this podcast. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And well, we want to thank you because getting like different genres Mm -hmm. and different players out there is really good, you know, and opens, you know, opens up to our audience, you know, opens the minds up to our audience and it helps. Yeah. So thank you again. And please stay safe. You too. Okay. All right. Bye. Hey, Riff Girl, let's go. about this progression, then you can hit us up on Facebook or Instagram at Fret Sisters or email us at fretsistersmusic at gmail.com. Peace and love. <laughs>